I have some sensory bins that I allow children to play in. I fill one with dirt. I fill one with rainbow rice. Um, I've used rainbow pasta where it's kind of a sticky, almost slimy sort of texture. Um, and then I have one that I filled with beans and I put little things in those for children to engage and interact such as little tiny cars and trucks and dump trucks and tractors or different size measuring cups and measuring spoons. Um, and in these pictures, the children are interacting with touching these different um, sensory materials and using the toys inside the tubs to learn about size and volume and how how the, the um, the dirt or whatever the medium how it moves and how it feels um and i you know some some will show parents right down there beside their children talking about you know what colors do you see in the rainbow rice can you pick out a blue piece and things like that where they're engaging the child even further this garden was very very intentionally designed to meet the needs of specifically of children with autism, but we also wanted it to be more of an inclusive space and available for others who don't have autism. One of the nice things about the garden is that when the children are in the garden and the schedule rotates so that children um, from various classrooms are there at minimum three to four times a week, um, when they're in the garden, the, the play is, is spontaneous. Whatever they want to do, is appropriate. The garden is designed with sight lines so no matter where the children are in the garden, the staff can see them so that they are allowed to experience a great deal of autonomy in an otherwise a very structured day. I spend time on his stomach, but I was giving him support at the elbow and at, at the hips to help him so that he could reach for the block and play with it, bring it, he was wanting to bring it to his mouth to explore it. And I think that, well, I feel sure that giving him that support helped him to tolerate the position better. And we were both just having fun. And that, that's mm -hmm. my main thing that I love about it is that we were having a good time. It's supposed to be what we're all about as OTs. Or kids aren't their sensory dysfunction or their developmental level or their, um, you know, their numbers on a test score or all this kind of stuff. They're people. And so, it's it's it boils down to simple stuff, but it's real occupation and participating in real occupation successfully means you're going to have better mental health. So for me, oftentimes I'm working in community settings, helping to create places where everybody can play. So that would be a place like a children's museum or a playground, and. Several years ago, I had the chance to work with one particular family at a children's museum in Tacoma, Washington. So the family has two sons, uh, one who is very medically fragile, and then the other son who has a sensory processing disorder. And we spent the day together at the local children's museum there in Tacoma, the Children's Museum of Tacoma, and really spent the time exploring how both boys could really enjoy playing in the museum to accommodate their different needs. So again, one who is really medically fragile using a wheelchair, who has a real interest in water and movement and air and 
things that uh, he can manipulate. And then the other son who gets really overwhelmed really quickly when there's a lot of noise and a lot of activity around him. So it was really important that we found a balance where both boys could play individually as well as together. And we were really able to do that with this museum. And we had a wonderful experience playing. One instance that I can think of is a child who had a physical disability who didn't have any uh, real leisure interests, and he was very close with his mother and father, but they didn't really have any hobbies that they did together. So we worked together in OT on learning how to ride a tricycle, and it turned into um, a leisure activity that he really enjoyed and did as a hobby. He got exercise that way, and then he also started riding his bike with his parents, and it became a hobby for them to do family outings and riding their bikes together. Um, and now that he is older, he uses his bike as transportation to and from his job. So it really started with just kind of a, a leisure and social activity, but it became a huge um, part of his life and a valuable tool that he uses for many different reasons now. Uh, what the children indicated, I interviewed them serially over these eight weeks, um, that they said the groups were fun, because of the projects and activities that they like doing something creative, having a choice, making things that they could take home, learning a skill, and that the group leaders were kind of like a teacher, kind of like a friend. So it wasn't, it wasn't just doing the activities, but how the OTs fostered interaction was a really important part of that. So mm -hmm. that, that really confirms the importance of therapeutic use of self. And that having fun for them helped them forget about their problems and feel happy. So in those moments of engagement and joy, they feel good emotionally. And they leave, like they can come to group in the beginning, maybe really grouchy from school, but we always see them leave with huge smiles. So we, we know that we're helping them 